Hey, welcome back for another episode of the podcast, Porn Brain Rewire, with me, your hostess with the mostest, Dr. Trish Lee. Today, we are going to be talking about power versus force, based on a totally awesome but slightly challenging read, a book by Dr. David Hawkins, MD, PhD, um, where he wrote a book differentiating power as energy that comes out from you, your brain, your nervous system, and force. And they are different energy fields that can be used in different ways, which I'm going to explain in this podcast. And then they exude out from you and other people's nervous systems attune to the type of energy that you're putting out. And hopefully it all makes sense to you by the end of this podcast. We are going to go through power versus force, what power is, what force is, where power comes from, where force originates, what those two energy fields feel like, what they create in your state and your life, how they are perceived by other people, and then most importantly, as always, a brain hack for the day, what you can do to use power, not force, to quit porn and to get on purpose in your life. It's a beautiful thing. So let's start with power versus force. What is it? Okay, so in Dr. Hawkins' book, he outlines different levels of energy consciousness. So I'm going to backtrack just for a second to be able to explain power versus force from my perspective, um, but just filling in a gap or two, and then we'll get to it. So the reason I wanted to talk about this today is because a dear client in my 90-day Porn Brain Rewire program asked for this to be explained a little bit more because I recommend the book in my program and I break it down in terms of your brain's energy pattern, your brain performance pattern, how it becomes the electromagnetic field that your brain and your heart and your body is giving off. So I'm not going to cover all of that because it's in the 90-day program. So I encourage you to join the program um, more now than ever. I would love to see anybody who needs that program get into it. Please don't delay. Uh, get into that program for your sake because it really is filled with um, tons of awesome stuff that I've curated, curated exactly what you need to leave porn behind. So power versus force is one of those things. Um, but here I'm going to expand upon it for that client because when clients have questions, I try to get their answers as quickly as possible. And then, of course, other people can benefit. So I usually try to make it into a podcast and a video, which can be found on YouTube. Um, okay, so that's the, the why behind it. But in the program, I talk about your brain uses different brain performance patterns depending upon how your brain is performing which we can measure on QEEG brain mapping. So I can see what your brain is doing. And then I can see how that impacts the entire electromagnetic energy field around your body, which then impacts your behavior, which then impacts your ability to self-regulate. So depending upon where you are on this, these levels of consciousness from low to high, it will impact your ability to stay out of the screen, which then impacts your relationships and your relationship management. So without further ado, let me tell you what force is and what power is. Force is lower energy fields 
that your brain is using a dysregulated brain pattern, which then creates a negative energy field in your body and your whole nervous system and in your EMF, your electromagnetic field. And, you know, I know people are like, yeah, you lost me, Dr. Trish, when you started talking about us being electromagnetic beings, but we are, our cells are electromagnetic. And so we give off this type of energy. So energy that is in the lower levels of force and the lower levels are under 250 on Dr. David Hawkins scale. These are the states that are created that you will experience when you are in a brain pattern that creates force. You are in shame. We know porn is built and and perpetuated on a shame cycle. That is the lowest. Then there's guilt, apathy, grief, fear, desire, anger, pride. The very top state before neutral is courage. And courage can only be exercised in the face of fear. And when you have courage, it transcends you over neutral into power. Now, when you get up at neutral and you are able to express courage in the face of fear, you get to power the positive energy fields, willingness, acceptance, reason, love, joy, peace, and enlightenment. So from my perspective, I'm not trying to enlighten anybody. I'm working on myself. Uh, God knows it's a big enough job. What I am trying to do is inspire and motivate all of you to get to a place of love, joy, and peace. That can definitely be gotten. Love is at an energy field of 500. That alone would be amazing. Self-love, love for others, getting on purpose, like you hear me say, in your work, in your hobbies, in your relationships, really, really important. Okay. So force, I named what all those energy fields are. What they make you feel is fear and grief, depression, despair, powerlessness. At the lowest levels, you feel powerless. Then you might feel jealous, insecure, guilty, unworthy, angry, rage, revenge, hate. Force has a lot to do with hate and resentment. Then there's disappointment, discouragement, sadness, doubt, worry, and blame. Those are all negative energy fields. So right now, when we talk about this, get out your leather journal and check in. How often do you feel these feelings? How often do you feel fear? Fear's weird. Check in because you'll be like, you know, you'll feel a pang of fear. Uh, I recorded another podcast um, earlier that I'm going to let come out next week, but in it, I share that I have some things going on in my own life that if I sit quiet enough, I can feel the fear. And then I exercise courage in the face of that fear. What we do is we never sit quietly enough to feel these feelings, especially these negative ones. If you run into the screen, the minute you feel these feelings, you're escaping them. But when you listen to them, then you can have the courage to get out of force and into power. So check in in your leather journal, create some time. So a homework goal for you this week is to create some time every day. And honestly, you would be better off setting an alarm three times a day for the next seven days. And when your alarm goes off, check in and see how you're feeling and write down those feelings. You can search up a feelings wheel. 
and it will explain more feelings to you. Or you can just check in on the ones that I just talked about. Write down what you're feeling. Okay, let's move on up the levels and let's talk about some powerful feelings, some positive energy feelings. So up in those neutral, moving um, past disappointment and sadness and blame, we get to boredom, irritation, pessimism, impatience, and frustration. That is in the, that's on that threshold of neutrality going from negative to positive. So if you're feeling frustrated about something, that is a motivating factor to move forward, to create the change in your life, to get you to trust and optimism and contentment and hopefulness, enthusiasm, positivity, expectation, eagerness, belief, happiness, joy, love, passion, appreciation, empowerment, freedom. That's what's at the top of power. And so check in how, how much lately have you felt hopeful and optimistic? Have you felt eager toward your life, empowered, passionate, appreciative, freedom to do what you want to do. Check in on these feelings. So you can see the powerful feelings up at the top, positive energy, and the negative feelings down at the bottom of these levels of power versus force. The negative energy fields are force. So when you are feeling these feelings of force, your brain is dysregulated. It's using that pendulum effect brain pattern of anxiety, of that too much fast speed, overwhelm, of the too much slow speed. And what that does is it gives you all these insecure feelings. Force is you're pushing too hard. You're trying to, trying too hard, but you're trying to exert your self over the world or others. You're trying to dominate and control. It creates conflict. That's the opposite of power. Force is competitive. It is self-serving. Force is how do I get? Get, get, get. Negative energy field. So we also know that we're all connected by energy. The trees, perfect example. And I'm in the mountains right now. So actually I do have some trees behind me, um, but not my typical trees. And the reason I have, my friend Molly picked this picture up, but the reason I have the trees behind me in my office, which is my normal background, is because the root structure of trees are all connected. And it reminds me, we're all connected, every single one of us, and that our energy patterns attune. So if you walk into the room and someone's super stressed out and they're angry, they don't even have to say anything. You can feel it. They literally don't even have to be looking at you. You can feel it coming off of people. When you get your energy regulated, you don't want to be around that energy because it's draining. Force is draining. It is not healthy. So where does force originate from? It originates from ego. Ego is what serves yourself. It is survival mode. So those feelings are feelings of despair and survival and low energy. Now let's transition to power for a minute because power is where I try to stay. And power doesn't mean I feel like I'm all powerful. Power comes from your true authentic self. It comes from the you that's in there. The one that is, if you lived by yourself on a desert island and you had all the resources in the world, what would you create on that island? If you didn't have to worry about other people's feelings or their thoughts, or if you didn't have to, you know, take care of other people's lives, if you didn't have to keep up with the Joneses, if you simply were living for your best authentic self, 
That's where power comes from. It serves the true you. Now, the beauty is when you tap into power, it actually serves everybody else. It's positive energy. When you do things from a place of love, you can't hurt other people. They can be hurt by what you do. But if you're doing it from love, peace, and joy, that's their perception, not your intent. Power's intent is different than force. Power creates the greater good. It creates joy. It ultimately leaves everybody in a better place. It's not the energy of competition. It's the energy of self-love, which then extends out to others. So when you love yourself, first and foremost, it puts you in a place to be able to serve others and to influence others by the love and the respect that you have for, for your true authentic self. When you stay true to that authentic self and you use all that positive energy of power, it's amazing what you can create for yourself. And so power is really personal power. It's confidence. It's competence. It's knowing you're enough. It's knowing your true value, your true worth. So it comes off as self-assertion, you know, and people who are self-asserted and they're doing it out of love, that's a good thing. It can create balance and justice. It's a natural striving, which some people can't handle for sure. But again, if you're doing it for the greater good and you're doing it out of those feelings of power, everybody wins unless someone can't handle it. So it's passion. It's generosity. It's satisfaction with yourself and satisfaction with others. And it's when you show up in the world as your best self and you contribute to the interpersonal world, the world of trees, the world of everybody being connected. And it's an amazing thing. Power is the self-realization that allows you to transcend the noise of the force of the world. The majority of the material world exists in force. If you look, I'm not even going to start naming things because I'll probably frustrate people, but any you know social structure or organization most of them are steeped in force historically and still. And so to rise above it, it's difficult to be part of it. You have to be able to rise above the noise and the chaos and influence people from that place, a place of self-love and self-realization and transcending what other people have going on, setting your goals and knowing that they're for everybody's good. Self-mastery and self-regulation is one of those ways that you do it. So the way that I help people is I help you regulate your brain. When you get your brain out of the pendulum effect, anxiety, overwhelm, fatigue, and we know that if you're stuck in a porn cycle, you're going back and forth, or actually there's it's a little bit more complex, but you're going back and forth between anxiety, overwhelm, feeling depressed and down, you know, then you go into the screen to use porn, you give yourself this artificial dopamine flood and you feel pretty good for a little while. But then if you don't stay there, it wears off and you're throwing yourself back into force mode. You're never able to get to the energy of power. And what I want is for you to get into the energy of power and to be able to stay there all the time because that's what creates abundance and flow and empathy We know if you grow up your empathy through growing up your emotional intelligence and maturity, you're able to stay out of the screen. Empathy is missing or misplaced for most people who are consumed in a porn habit. They're not thinking of others' needs. They're thinking of their own need. 
ego, not the true authentic self. And so when you're able to get into the energy of power, it helps you stay out of the screen. But you have to get out of the screen to be able to create the energy of power. So let's move on to hopefully you understand that. So the idea is then we'll move on. But I just want to say one more thing in closing. So like if you're stuck in a life that isn't serving you and you have these negative feelings, you're caught up in force. So if you're at a job that you hate and you go there angry every day and you feel insecure and your boss chastises you and talks down and then you come home and you feel depressed, you're stuck in the negative energy of force, which will keep your brain stuck in this dysregulated pattern that needs to go back into the screen. That's why these things go hand in hand. So you stay out of the screen, then you do all the behavioral pieces, which are also in my 90 day program that help you to raise your energy out of the dumps of shame and guilt and apathy and grief and fear and desire, even desire, you know, that desire to have more that's dopamine driven, not serotonin, which is happiness and joy. So how do you get there? You have to make some changes in your life. And our brain hack for the week is you're going to sit with your feelings three times a day, set that alarm so you can feel what you're really feeling underneath and feel how often you feel like you're stuck in these force feelings. Feel how often you can tap into those powerful feelings. What is it that allows you to claim your power? So maybe you go to work and you feel great. When I go to work and I'm, you know, researching pornography addiction. Yeah, I know what you're thinking. When I'm researching the impact of porn addiction on people's lives and relationships, it makes me feel good. It puts my brain in a really good mode. And I'll share with you in a second how I know that for sure quantitatively. But that work feeds me, that puts me into power. It's it's hitting my sweet spot of what's good for me. And then it's good for the world too. So think about that. Does your work do that for you? Your relationships, are they draining you? I'm evaluating some of my relationships yet again and thinking, you know what? I think some of my relationships are are built on force right now. A little bit of push and pull of force back and forth. So it doesn't mean I adios the relationship. It means I figure out how to keep that relationship in a positive power dynamic where I'm serving my friend and my friend shows up for me. And actually, I've recreated that in an old relationship that kind of fell fell by the wayside or fell apart a little bit. And I just texted someone today saying, I'm so glad to be back to having each other's backs. And, you know, so relationships are tricky, but seeing how this force and power dynamic plays out in your relationship, getting it into power, not into force by changing it. You have to change things. That's the hardcore reality. And then in your hobbies, your hobbies should put you into power every time. So if you're just not doing your hobbies, then you need to start adding them. If you don't feel good about them, you they've moved into force. Start doing something else. Start painting instead of playing basketball every single day. You know, if it's time to take a break from it, get into something else that puts your brain into power, into those good feelings, love, peace, joy, feelings of self-worth, not anger, resentment, fear, guilt, shame. So how do you do that? You're going to track your feelings. We're going to increase your self-awareness. That's the number one thing that you can do to move you towards self-regulation. 
which is the number two pillar of emotional intelligence, which then will lead you to number three, social awareness. You'll start to be able to feel the power versus force in your relationship, and you will be able to become more self-aware, and then you'll be able to make new choices of service and influence, not of getting and taking and being right and conflict and domination. Remember that next time you feel the, the need to stir the pot in your relationship. And then lastly is relationship management. It will help you to, to, to manage your relationships. Okay, back to how working puts my brain into the power mode. Uh, I was using the Muse headband. So you know how I always talk about the Muse brain sensing headband, which I use all the time. I use it frequently. And I was using it the other day while I was working, while I was doing my R&D. I was researching um, porn addiction. Actually, I was, I've done some cool research lately on internet addiction, which I just made a few videos about. Um, really interesting in the relationship to anxiety and depression. And then I also was looking at um, how porn addiction fractures secure attachment in relationships, which is tragic for everybody involved. And I'll be making some videos on that upcoming. But I had the Muse headband on. And after I just kept it on the whole time I was working. And when I got off, whoo, my brain was in the sweet spot of calm focus the whole time. And then I started to work on my finances to see and I was in a pretty good spot by then. And then my husband came in because that's so me, right? To do a brain analysis while I'm uh, trying to get some work done. So um, it was still in a good spot, but I was contending in my mind that working on my finances might jack my brain up a little bit more. Okay, so that's power versus force. So get out of force, get into power. It will change the electromagnetic field around your body because negative energy resonates out because of the brain pattern of anxiety and overwhelm and fatigue and not being able to deal. That's how it impacts your electromagnetic field. It comes off of you. And other people can perceive that because they're electromagnetic also. They're like magnets. It's either you'll attract another person through power or you will repel them through force. It's like positive and negative dipoles, depending upon what level your energy is at and how it impacts your brain and your electromagnetic field, which makes you a personally powerful person, pun intended. Okay, I hope this helps you out. And please remember, if you're on this journey, go to my website at drtrishley.com. Sign up for the 90-day complete guide, the, the comprehensive program. You have it for a lifetime. Hopefully you don't need it for a lifetime. It gives you all the tools and strategies that you need, plus the support. Don't wait. If you're in this thing, it only gets worse. It never gets better until you change things. And I've had some wake up moments lately. So you're going to hear me telling you to get in it instead of me dancing around it, because I do not want you to wait. Waiting causes pain and anguish. So sign up for the program as soon as you can. And if you don't want to sign up for my program, sign up for a program, because likely your brain and your life depends on it. Okay. Until next time, control your brain or it'll control you.